Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Health Talk. I am your host, Dr. Niru Prasad, with my background in pediatrics emergency medicine, affiliated with Henry Ford Health System, St. Joe, Oakland, and Beaumont. The theme of our health talk today is the challenges with education. Joining us today as our guest speaker is Mumtaj Haq. She is an educator, a principal community leader, as well as civil rights leader. And she would like to, she would like to talk about some of the issues that is being faced in the education system in general. And, and I'd like to welcome Welcome, Mumtaj. Thank you, Dr. Prasad. Good, good morning, Mumtaj. And my God, you have been an... I could not even read the whole of your biodata CV. You have been an educator, a principal, community leader, and what else? Civil rights leader, yeah. So our audience would like to know more about you. Thank you. First off, thank you so much, uh, Neruji, for inviting me to be part of this conversation. I'm truly honored, and uh, it's a privilege. Um, so I have been an educator, as you mentioned. Um, I was started off as a substitute teacher okay. in the public school systems here. I remember uh, all those days. We have <laughs> been a long way ahead. Yes, been, we have known each other for oh, a long yeah, we have time. Known each other, yeah. So going back, uh, then I became a teacher, assistant principal, and then eventually I became a principal in our public school system here in Michigan. And uh, in 2020, end of school year, I decided to do something beyond that. Mm -hmm. So now I'm an educational consultant, uh, coaching and training the teachers, administrators. And uh, on the same token, I provide um, cultural competency training to corporations. So that's, and then of course, I have been involved with so many nonprofit organizations. Uh, and Excellent. I was a commissions, I uh, was the co chair of Michigan Civil Rights Commission, which I feel very, very um, proud of because uh, I was the first Asian uh, <laughs> commissioner on the Michigan Civil Rights Commission that was appointed. Wow, so. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. You have accomplished so much. Much. And I'm you. very happy and privileged to have you on my show. So the, as an educator and a principal, what do you think are the most critical needs in our education system? Oh, my God. There are so many needs, <laughs> so many critical areas. But I would like to highlight um, the the shortage of teachers that right, we have, right. uh, yes. not only in Michigan, all over the all over the cross nation, right. and uh, then we have um, a shortage of uh, mental health professionals, uh, psychologists, yes. social workers, uh, behavior therapists. All of these positions are vacant in most of the school schools. 
and many of these schools are suffering as students are suffering but they are not being they are not being provided the services because well we have a shortage and Absolutely. that's the most critical area and funding, as you know, yeah, Michigan know. State funding, funding yeah, yeah. <laughs> proposal A and then proposal, um, a, a proposal A created um, mm. charter schools, public charter schools, and a competition began between the public schools and mm. the charter schools. Um, and then, so there is a shortage of uh, funding also. So yeah. those are some of the very critical areas where we need yeah. attention. And Mumta, um, being a pediatrician in pediatrics office, emergency medicine, family, I can see it has affected our group of children. Absolutely. In every single way, you know, like developmental, like in learning and all those, because of the shortage of the of the teachers and mental health services. Absolutely. So that is a big uh, issue these days. You agree with me? Absolutely. Especially, yeah. it was an issue earlier prior to the COVID-19 uh, yeah, yeah, COVID right, yeah. and the, the mm. pandemic. And then now it has gone so, so much, much yeah. deeper. Uh, mm. It has really um, become a major issue. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of mental health, students um, have needs. They are not provided the services. So the, the students who are in the classroom, in the, who yeah, are willing are. to, who are ready to learn, they're not able because the teachers have to take care of those. The regular classroom teachers have to take care of those students. Exactly, exactly. So they are not getting enough attention, what they should be. And this is what we see because, you know, as a pediatrics practice, we see mm -hmm. the children of all different ages, exactly. assess their growth and development, their their developmental is, and the mental issues also. But we don't have enough help to refer them, you know, like to social service. Right. And right. so this is the whole issue. So you also served as a co-chair of Michigan Civil Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Tell us yes. about that. <laughs> so as a uh, as a commissioner first when I started mm -hmm. off as a commissioner of the Michigan Civil Rights Commission we did we conducted various public hearings okay. uh, the first one was the Flint water crisis right, hearings. right yeah that and went we, on for some time it yes, lingered, yeah yes and there were three in 2016 uh, there were three public hearings that we conducted in the city of Flint okay. and we invited yeah. all the public officials mm. we invited the teachers parents, students, uh, uh, religious leaders, to hear what the what it meant and what what the effect of that crisis was. Right. And it was really heartbreaking yeah. to hear from the public and yeah. about the, the, the diseases and the, mm -hmm. uh, the, the crisis that so this water... So many diseases. Yes. So based on that, and then we realized also based on the hearings that there was a, a racial discrimination involved in that too right. because most of the racial and under you know mostly african-american children in flint mm -hmm. right and then also underprivileged community right yeah. and so there was a 
crisis because attention was not paid to their crisis when they were really in need of crisis. So based on that, we realized that education, our education system, we need to explore and we need to find out what the challenges in our school system, especially in Michigan. So we conducted the education equity in Michigan. And we started off with Ypsilanti Community Schools because Mm. they had a lot of challenges. Um, Then we went to Traverse City, where immigrant students are, uh, and then a lot of urban students facing Mm -hmm. um, issues. And then we went to Grand Rapids. Uh Then we went to Detroit and then Clinton Township. So we covered those areas where there were challenges in the school system. And what we found was that uh, there was a shortage of teachers, Except funding, Except uh, racial discrimination, lack of diversity mm-hmm. among the staff. There is a whole report published, and it's on the MD Michigan Department of Civil Rights website mm-hmm. that you can you can go and read. Right, the whole yeah. PDF is yeah. Posted. I saw all those uh, things that you had mentioned, the websites right, and right, everything. Yeah, right, right. So that was good, you know. At least. The whole you you guys visited all the areas yeah. where there were help needed, right? Absolutely. That is the most important Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And I remember during the Flint crisis, see those young kids. You know, they had. You remember the bottle feeding and all those things. Yeah. Yeah. The what the bottles were not clean and all those. We went through all those. Yeah. yeah. So you also. So education equity in Michigan, would you like to comment on that? There is a lack of services that are provided in the underprivileged areas yeah. uh, where the school districts are, mm. especially Detroit, Ypsilanti, uh, Traverse City, Grand Rapids, uh, many schools on the east side, Macomb County schools. Yeah. Um, there are so many needy children. Mm. Um, and because of the pandemic, there is more um, shortage of uh, services. Uh, students have more issues right. because they yeah. stayed at home. And then they are yeah. lacking in their education as well. They're, they're, um, the level of um, uh, achievement has gone down. But the state holds all districts the same way in terms of student success on MSTAP, Exactly. You know, the, uh, the standardized test. But yeah. but we have to really look at the 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 conditions of each school district right. and what kind of students, what mm-hmm. kind of parents, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the the challenges they are facing, the families are yeah. facing. And then we have to pro- provide accordingly the funding the resources for mental health, for uh, special education students. What I noticed was, you know, my experience Mm. is that um, 
Special education students have very different needs. Exactly. Right? Uh, yeah. Special, um, they <laughs> but do, they are grouped yeah, in, yeah. there's only one special education teacher in most schools. Oh, only one. Okay. And then, they need, uh, yes. they need more than one teacher, you <laughs> yeah. know. Because, you know, right now I'm working with the autistic autism, you know, autism mm-hmm. is spectrum disorder. Right. Because I'm involved in providing fun to some autistic children back in my country. So while looking at it, you know, I mean, one teacher, each student, right? Yeah. Because you cannot just one teacher and then coach all of them. Yeah, even if, you know... Developmental behavior and all those. Exactly. Yes, yes. Exactly. So one teacher serves Mm. in Michigan. Yeah. We have... The ratio is uh, 600 and some students, above Mm -hmm. 600, to one teacher. 600 students are seen by one teacher, one uh, social... How can she handle? Yeah. How can she handle? It's it's really um, Mm. a most critical area that we need to look at. Um, Also providing more funding um, to those underprivileged um, area school districts, sure. yeah. um, and then teacher pay. Teachers are paid so such a small <laughs> amount of salary. Mm. They are so dedicated. Most of the teachers I'm speaking of, sure. yeah. they are very dedicated. They spend time at home. I, being a teacher myself, yeah. I know that I how much time I spent at home. Uh, beyond school hours right. to prepare for my Just teaching. Just correcting all the papers right, and everything. Right. Yeah. yeah, so providing more, um, sa- mm. you know, raising the salary. Um, I would also say that students in, uh, in those uh, areas, minority mm. areas like mm-hmm. Detroit right, and Epsilani, uh, yeah. uh, they have to have, and everywhere, they need diversity among the staff also. Um, you are right. Diversity right? has a big issue nowadays. Exactly. Yes. So, so that students, when they see someone like them, oh, oh they then they can relate. Right. They can say, I can be this. I can be a teacher too. Sure. I can be somebody, yeah. no, you know, like yeah, the yeah. person. So, I think it's diversity very, has diversity a, has a lot is, to yeah. the education system. You know, and the COVID was no help at all. <laughs> it was. It made things really. COVID worse. made things even worse. You know. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So then, what do you think can be done to improve? Well, as and I, support our education system. Well, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, for the nation. Yeah. Yeah, we have to really connect with the uh, mm. uh, with the parents, and parents have a responsibility too. Of course, it's a big uh, cycle. Exactly. Parents, so, children, <laughs> school. So parents have to be, and now right, have yeah. to be more responsible right, as well. Yeah. Uh, but our education system is the first place to start with because exactly. teacher we have to pay mm. teachers so more teachers could could be want to be in the school system mm. um, students have to be uh, more absenteeism 
oh, also yeah. is a huge problem. I was going to ask you about yes. the kids not going to school. <laughs> yeah, yes. and uh, that's an- another very... Because uh, they are scared to go, you know, they, they know that when you reach school, it's not going to be... <laughs> yeah. They want easy way of life, right? Right, and another problem mm-hmm. with some parents not sending schools or students not attending school is because there's a shortage of daycare. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I should have meant... Uh, uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's another... Because uh, many daycare uh, institutes have daycare... um, have closed down because of the pandemic and all of that. So there is a shortage of daycare Mm. schools. So it's a vicious cycle, and we really need to pay attention to all these areas. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I agree with you. Every single area needs, you know. So, so this is this is an educator. This is what you think. How to improve the whole, yes, whole we, system, right? And you know, everybody is doing their great, but lack of fun. Lack of and funding is a big issue, you know. Yes, yes. Not getting grant from the government, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, um, uh, last year mm-hmm. uh, there was a seventy-seven billion funds uh, oh. allocated not for education but for the entire state of Michigan, mm-hmm. and uh, a big amount will go towards education, education as well. Right. I hope that school system. And there is an uh, accountability in terms of right, yeah. where the money goes for the services for students. That is true. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you are so. right. Yeah, every year, you know, American Academy of Pediatrics, they report how much money has been granted and right. how much more they want, <laughs> you know, to improve this whole yeah. education system. Yeah. So you were a TV host for educational show, PBS. I remember back at that time, you know, Diddledorce. Yeah, <laughs> PBS. Uh, yes, tell PBS us. And I remember, 56. I think one time I I attended that, and they are all in big uh, VHS. Yeah. I still have the VHS. 90s. From the 90s. I yeah, used to yeah, produce. VHS. I haven't uh, thrown any. I just, I'm just saving all. So tell us about the PBS. Okay. So the Deedledores, Dr. Lynn Boyle used to be the producer. Yeah, I uh, know. She, unfortunately, she passed she away. Passed. She was yeah, a I gem. I, she was a gem. Oh, my God. She was my mentor. She was, mm-hmm. uh, she's the one who brought me into uh, PBS and Deedledores. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a um, board member of the International Institute of Metropolitan Detroit and later became the president of that organization, Mm -hmm. board of directors. And uh, Dr. Lynn Boyle, you know, she just brought me Mm and she said, oh, you will be a great, and I was a teacher at that time. Yeah, you were just, you were a teacher. uh, No, no, you have to do this. uh, You will be great. Mm -hmm. So we started, um, I started hosting. I'll bring a group and different topics. I will create um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, topics, educational topics. That show was for preschool through third kids, grade. Right? Okay. Preschool through third grade all students. Right. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we brought all kinds of topics that will really be very interesting to mm-hmm. the students, 
early age right, school yeah, students. Yeah. And uh, so animals and nature mm. and yeah. you name it. Visual diagnosis and also, you know, stimulate their brain stem. Right, right. That, right. that was the whole idea of the PBS right, show, right? Right, So it was, uh, and later I produced and hosted uh, Dino Doors also. And, um, but then I became so busy with my Oh, school, <laughs> teaching. <laughs> I know, you're a busy uh, person. <laughs> you are, and then tell us about your uh, radio talk show. I, uh, and I remember I was one of the uh, you, guests you, at your yeah, show. Yes. Yeah, you and guest. me, we started at show the same time at WPM 1460. Oh, really? I was ah, endorsed yeah. by Dr. Artinian. I don't know if you know him, cardiologist. Okay. He retired and he asked me, Dr. Prasad, do you want to take my show? I said, sure. So we used to do this radio mm. talk. So mine was just the health talk, but yours were other. Yeah. yeah, so my, I started so my radio show. Yeah, sure. So I started my radio show, uh, it's called Entertainment, Manuranjan. Manuranjan, Manuranjan. Yeah, I love to hear that, yeah, Manuranjan. <laughs> so, um, uh, in 1995. Okay. I spent 28 years now. Yeah. And uh, it's it airs every Sunday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Mm. on WPON 1460 yeah. a.m. It also airs on uh, on the internet, you know, iTunes, mm -hmm. you can go, iTunes, you can listen to the show. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and the show features Bollywood music, of course, classic, old, right, and right. the latest music. Yeah. But the most important thing, my vision was to really educate the community. Exactly. And bring up the topics that mm. really um, st uh, the public, the community can benefit from. Sure. And they should be knowledgeable of the mm. things. So I brought all the department heads from the Department of Civil Rights, the Department of uh, um, Immigration yeah. Services, mm. the Department of Health. In fact, I provided uh, provided cultural competency training to Michigan Department of Health. Oh. Yeah. So I brought all those um, department heads, mm. uh, education uh, specialists and experts in psychology, you as a health uh, expert, <laughs> and yeah. Dr. Prasad, yeah, your yeah. your uncle, Dr. Oh, yeah. Dr. Prasad. I, yeah, Dr. Um, he was the press India yeah. League. Yes, so, yeah, yes, right, so, yeah. um, so there are a lot of educational topics based on the latest research findings. Right, yeah, yeah. latest late, research. Latest research findings, mm -hmm. so those are the topics that I cover along with music because people enjoy the music, but in between, they have to have Listen that to information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's beneficial for everyone. Of I mean, people course. need to know the latest legislation that passed. Yeah, uh, the legislation. The, yeah. yeah, the laws that govern our life and what we should be doing. Well, I remember, and I'm sure you remember, you uh, that 
In the 90s, 80s, uh, early 90s, people really, our community, right, the, uh, South very Asian small, yeah. very small, and they did not know oh, voting was so important. Exactly. So yeah. I started on voting. We voting. have to vote. We yeah. have to vote, and we have express your whatever you know your opinion and that's a, and that's a civic duty. Yes. You have to perform if, as a citizen. Right. We have the right, and we have the civic right. duty to perform. Yeah. So yeah. those are the things that. Uh, I've been mm -hmm. trying to do with my uh, radio show. Yeah, and, and uh, we love your radio show. Every, thank because, you. you know, I listen to the music and... <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, you are doing many things with your shows. You are, um, you know, you are entertaining us as well. You're talking more about the legislation, about the funding, how to improve the education. <laughs> and that's at the really at the bottom of my. It's so deep rooted in me. Of course, uh, of our course. education. Yeah. Children deserve education. every single child deserves. A good education. Yeah, right? I, uh, yeah I agree with you. Regardless of race, race, you know. race, culture, religion, uh, mm -hmm. every child deserves. Right, yeah. So. It is good, you know, the f because they are the ones who are going who are future. going to form the future. They are our future. Yeah. And, the they, and they have, you know, they used to have those motivational lectures, and I, I was a uh, Keynote speaker and one of them several years ago at Country Day School, and at the end of the my talk, you know, just one middle schooler comes and says, "Doctor Prasad, when I graduate, can I invite you?" <laughs> I looked at her. I said, "Oh my God, she's a middle schooler. Will I be around?" <laughs> <laughs> you will be around. No, so you're I said, doing well. Yes. <laughs> so the edu now they don't have all those motivational lectures, and I don't know for some reason now it has disappeared. I tried so hard with the education system, but I'm not just reaching the the exact person. Exactly, you know, exactly. That, that is the whole. Yeah. So what would you say the last one minute keynote advice for our viewers who are watching me today? I would like to say to my viewers that uh, everybody needs, every child, deserves the best of education. Exactly. Our civil rights, uh, the federal law, uh, mm. and our state law uh, very explicitly says that all children must be provided with the right education, equal education. Exactly. And um, there's a difference between equal, equal education, equity in education, students who need more yeah. in terms score, of services. Yeah, they yeah. need to be. Uh, so parents have to really be part of this education system too. Of Many course. parents have to be more involved. I would encourage the parents to be more involved and see what their child is doing in school, uh, provide support to schools also, because yeah. schools also need, right. teachers yeah. need support, principals sure. need support. So it's, it's a community Parents have to effort. get involved. Exactly. exactly. I agree with you. Parents mm -hmm. needs to get involved, yeah. Right. So, you know, I have written a lot of articles, work up on meeting the challenges for the students, 
how to achieve good grade, meeting the challenges for college. And now I'm lucky to have you yeah. as an educator <laughs> overall, <laughs> watching all those things together. So anyway, an I'd like to thank you sincerely for coming to my show. And you have been a good speaker and then you know i'm so proud of all your achievement and i'm also proud to be your friend for a oh, long long time likewise right I, yeah know, it's yeah. an honor I'm very to proud be to be sitting next you. to you yeah. and speaking with you having this yeah. this very very yeah. uh, important conversation yeah. with you so thank you for thank inviting you. me yeah. i'd like to thank our viewers for watching me today on health talk and the title was challenges with education with our guest speaker Mumtaj and she has provided a lot of information about the education system how to improve children achieve good grades at school at the colleges until I see you guys again have a very safe fall I'd like to thank our producer and our camera close crews for for helping me prepare this show thank you again thank, thank you. you so much thank, thank you, you. Dr. Yeah. Prasad.